T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here, it's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. We are at Rally House in Independence, and you certainly want to get to any of the Rally House locations right now. We were just told that all the locations right now are, are bringing more and more product out to more the trucks. floor. More trucks have been dropping off product, and so if you were there earlier today at Rally House or you haven't been yet, now is a great time to head out to Rally House, any of the locations. But if you want to say hello to us, we'd love to see you here in Independence off East 39th Street. Uh, we do have uh, two more chances a little bit later on in the show. We will tell you one more time this hour how you can uh, go home with a $100 gift card to Rally House. But that's going to be special. Uh, that will happen at some point this hour uh, for the last one. We are out of the $25 gift cards for those of you. Turns that out it's very by. busy. It's very, very busy. This place is packed. All your Super Bowl gear gets set for the parade tomorrow in Kansas City. Everybody's stopping in today. I don't know if any – like, I guess it's almost lunchtime now. It's like is it no, nobody – productivity in Kansas City this week. It, it's Dude, if you a own a low. business, it's going to be a little work. Come on, just everybody's, accept it. Everybody's celebrating today. for good reasons. Uh, it's going to be low. Also, uh, Keith Cash going to join us, former chief, uh, in this hour. We'll expect to have him uh, stop uh, by here in a little bit. Come on out to the Independence location. We're also uh, going to head out to Arrowhead in just a few minutes as soon as Andy Reid's at the podium. Uh, as now the team, of course, arrived yesterday uh, back in Kansas City with the Lombardi Trophy in tow, and uh, we'll hear from Andy a little bit. I'm sure he's going to be asked Cody about Eric Bieniemy a little bit. Uh, and kind of where things are at. Again, the Baltimore Ravens have hired an offensive coordinator, so that's a destination if he was looking at that it's not, not an opportunity anymore. We don't, we don't know if he, you know, if he was we offered or anything like that. But that, that was, was a spot. The, yeah. That was a spot that was interesting. You know, I know people in D.C. are keeping an eye on Eric Bieniemy. We, one of our, our our colleagues that works in the industry, actually reached out already and texted us about about Eric Bieniemy, and, and we're going to go on his show later on today because uh, they want to know about E.B. and the chances of him maybe becoming the offensive coordinator in, in Washington. It's somebody that they're what? interested up there. Do you? Th- I guess uh, if you'd asked me in week twelve, as we had a conversation, Gold, I would have told you that yeah, I think uh, E.B.'s done. I really did. I thought in Kansas City, meaning Kansas he's going to go be an OC yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was going to make the lateral move, right? Um, I thought he was going to make the lateral move and go to the next step and kind of make a decision there. But if it's Washington, yeah, that's that, not a lateral move uh, anymore. I mean, look, if you this is the same as like yeah, play caller. Jones. You make you make Sam Howell look good, exactly. But he shouldn't have to do this. Let me. I always want to make that very clear. I don't think he should have to prove himself. That's nonsense. It's insane that we're even having this conversation, but clearly this is the position that the NFL has put Eric Bieniemy in. He's going to have to jump through every last damn hoop in order to do it. But, God, if you make Sam Howell look good, then, I mean, how could you get ignored at that point? Again, we're going to hear from Andy, but, you know, Eric Adholm, who writes for NFL.com, 
Uh, he had a quote from Andy that, that said uh, around this situation, he said, quote, Eric, the enemy has been tremendous for us, and I think he's tremendous for the National Football League. I'm hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and do his thing where he can run the show and be Eric the enemy. I mean, that's that's kind of a hint right there. That's not even saying. Well, then they got close to breaking up a couple of times. I mean, that, that's a hint not right there up, but... about maybe what Eric the enemy could choose to do. You're, you're correct on Sam Howell or the Mike Kafka, Daniel Jones experience where Mike Kafka just – did a great job up in New York and got a ton of coaching interest. With that said, Mike Kafka did not get a head coaching job this cycle unless unless all of a sudden, uh, what I guess would be the Arizona job is that still open? Is that the last yeah. one uh, that's left at this point in time? Otherwise, it's not as like it won't it wouldn't have gotten Mike Kafka a head coaching job. Um, but if you go and somehow turn the Washington Commanders offense into something, then yeah, there, there's a tip in your cat your 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 cap. So I, I don't. Dude, but Air is a two time uh, feather champ. in your cap. I just butchered yeah. the hell out of that one. That's I was waiting fine. for Nick, I was waiting for Nick to give me a hard time. Nick, I was expecting you to jump in and you've been awfully quiet. Today. He's been you very quiet. Even, Nick, do we know? Did Nick party? La- did Nick party last night? Are you hungover? No, I'm not hungover at all. Okay. Okay. Don't lie though. How hungover are you? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm not a big. Uh, you know, I'm not a big weeknight drinker. How hungover were you on Sunday into Yeah, Monday? did you go out Sunday no, night? No, I didn't actually. So I'm not hungover wow. at all. Yeah. Wow. What about tomorrow? No, I won't be hungover. I'm, dude, I don't know how else to like, <laughs> say it. I don't really drink on weeknights. I just don't buy that. When's the next time you will be hungover? You know, let us know that. Probably I have a, you know, a long weekend, so probably one of those days. <laughs> Usually the days I'm hungover, Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> okay, got it. It's important. Do you've been pretty Eric- consistent on this. Nick, you also you 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 thought like me that Eric Bieniemy would take another OC job. Do you think he's gone now, or do you think he just ends up right back in Kansas City? Nah, he'll be back in Kansas City. Unbelievable! I think it's more After likely all right of now. This, he's I think, just I, come I think back. it's I think it's more likely right now because of the Baltimore seemed like it made a ton of sense, and so I, I do think it's a little more likely that he stays. But if he wants to be a head coach, we know that it doesn't work by just staying now in Kansas City. It's it sucks, but that has not that is not equated to a head coaching gig. It's great for Kansas City, objectively fantastic. Yeah. They will get to keep all their general managers again, keep all their front office people, keep all their coaches, lose absolutely no one. That goes a long way, man. Keith Cash just showed up here. Told you he was going to stop by for the noon hour, so we'll have him on at some point this hour just to say hello to Keith. He's walking around, hanging out with people, glad handing. That's your chance. If you were wanting a photo with Keith Cash. To go along with all the Super Bowl gear, you're going to be buying out here at the Rally House in Independence. That'll be your opportunity as well. I think that when you're – but, like, I, I'm kind of leaning towards you guys now, too. I was convinced Eric Peter would be like, there's like, a ha- there's like a dozen OC jobs open. Part of it, you know what it is? Part of the reason I don't think he got it again, like he didn't move lateral, is because they won. By the time, it's the same stuff that always happens, Gold. They have all these meetings. They have all these other interviews. They have these other conversations, and you can talk longer – and more easily with teams who aren't in the postseason running this late. I do think that's one of the things that's hurt him. I still think that the NFL shouldn't allow you to talk to a single coach or coordinator until the season's over. Sorry. Sorry. you got to wait. Super Bowl's over. You can start going looking for your head coach. Here's why. No interviews. We're not doing that anymore. Well, then they need to push everything back because, you know, for for, for example. Push OTAs back, push the draft back, whatever. uh, For for example, today, we'll talk about this later, but, you know, Derek Carr basically is likely to get cut by the Raiders today, and that's because there's a deadline for the Raiders to be on the hook for the money or not. And so they're going to they're going to end up cutting him because he's not going to void his his no trade clause. So, like, imagine if you had if I you couldn't hire a new head coach to help make that decision. 
as an organization. So I, I, I get why the, the deadline is where the deadline is, uh, but then you, you need to push everything back if that's the case. If you, if, if you think that they need to wait till the Super Bowl's over, then that's something that, uh, that, that would have to occur. Um, while we're waiting to head out to hear from Andy Reid, let's go back to something we were discussing right before the break, though. Uh, oh, oh, and now Andy Reid is, of course, just as I say that, Andy Reid at the podium. Start whenever you are. Okay. Um, I feel like this is uh, about the 50th press conference that I've done here in the last few days, but uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to leave it open to you. We came out uh, injury free and um, Pat is actually feeling good in uh, my meeting with him this morning. So that's a good deal. Um, as far as off season surgeries or anything, I don't have that information for you. If we have any that are going to take place, um, uh, what I've been doing today is uh, we had a, a meeting, a team meeting, uh, where we talked about a variety of things, a parade included, and then um, about the off season. And uh, now I'm actually in, in the middle of uh, talking to each player. Uh, each player will meet with his <clears throat> position coach, the coordinator, and myself. So uh, they're going through that. Uh, that exercise there. With that, time's yours. We'll go first to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy. Uh, again, congratulations. Um, wanted to hey. ask you about Pat, and he, he said after the uh, um, or yesterday, I think it was that he um, he was confident he'd be ready to go for OTAs. Do you see that for him as well? Are there any similar similarities in terms of what he can do and what he can't do? to uh, that uh, toe injury um, that he had a couple of years ago? And Brad, no, I, I have think, a second question as well. Yeah, I think he should be. I mean, I'll meet with Rick here later on everything, but I think right now um, he should be okay by that time. Okay, and uh, just wondering after a year of coaching uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, are the things you learned about him or the things about him that were kind of a surprise to you when you, uh, when you guys brought him in? Yeah, no, I, I like his game. I like the way he uh, helps counter uh, Kels. Um, I, I think he's a smart player, great in space, uh, uh, strong hands, all, all of that. I, I really like what, what he brings to the team, his personality, his leadership. He gets it, you know, he's one of those guys that understands it, what it takes. Go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, and, and Brad, I'll have a follow-up too if I could. Uh, Coach, there was a report that came out on Sunday that you would take some time, sit and consider retirement. Didn't seem that way after the game. Doesn't seem that way right now. I'm just curious, was there – they even kind of quoted you as, as, as saying that. I'm just curious, was, that, was there a time where you were thinking about that? Are you thinking about that? Did that surprise you that that report was out there? No, I was asked that about – uh, 50 times down there. And I think by the time I got to Jay Glazer, I just went, Hey, listen, I've been asked this about a hundred times. I mean, I, uh, um, that's not the direction I'm going, but it wasn't a yes or no answer, I guess. So it came across, uh, maybe that way. Uh, that's not what I was thinking, but anyways, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, just just wanted to clear that up. And then secondly, uh, I think it was 16 guys when you count the guys on the practice squad and everything that, that are still on the team that are getting a second ring uh, with this championship. Obviously, turnover is part of the NFL. Uh, how important is it, you know, uh, to, to get fresh blood, to get guys that are hungry, that don't have a ring? Have, have you found now that you've won it twice, right? You never won it twice uh, until now. Have you found that that was uh, something that is a, a necessary part of it to have some change, to have some fresh blood? Uh, listen, I mean, I think it's a great challenge to, to get back there, uh, whether it's fresh blood or not fresh blood. I, I think, uh, um, uh, I don't think it hurts to have the same guys back. It doesn't seem to happen that way, uh, in the NFL. So, um, I, I think that it's fluid. I mentioned this to the team this morning that, you know, we're not going to all be here, um, in this room uh, next, next go round, next time we gather. So, uh, but the majority of probably will be here. <laughs> That's normally how this thing works. And, and so our off season, we've really got to attack it. And then whoever's new that comes into the team, they've got to do the same. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey coach. Congrats again. I, I have a question uh, on the game and then just a, a bigger picture question. Um, Kadarius, I know a lot of people are talking about the the corn dog, but the punt return was the longest in Super Bowl history. And I was wondering if there was anything more, and since we won't get Dave to to that play, and, and did you guys see a tendency of the, the Eagles going one way? Just was there anything more to him breaking that one off? Yeah, I would ask Dave on that. Um, I, I think he actually kind of cut back across uh, the field. So from the normal return that was there, um, but I, I thought the guys did a good job blocking for him. And then I, I thought Kadarius did a nice job. Uh, I'm not sure he's had to run that fast that far. And in, in a while we've kind of tapered back on the length of his routes and that, that he, that he had to do, but, um, he sure did a nice job with that one. Let's go next to Vahe. Go ahead, Vahe. Hey, Andy, uh, uh, Brad, I'll have a second one. Congratulations again, Andy. Um, ju just, as you're meeting with the players and and sort of you know considering all that's happened and this fulfillment you have right now, what how do you sort of start setting the message for what what comes next and you know what how they're supposed to put that in their view screen and in, in terms of incentivizing them after having this great breakthrough again? Yeah, so you're you're only as good as that right there. I mean, there's a it's a final. Uh, the season's over. <clears throat> one team is happy and we're fortunate enough to be that team. And so think of the hard work that went into that and take some time off and then get back into it. And your coach, you're going to meet with your coaches before we met with the coaches. You asked me what I said. So, I mean, uh, uh, if you don't know your strengths and weaknesses, make sure that uh, you and your coach talk about, and, and so you have something that you can go out there and attack, knowing that these coaches in the National Football League are going to be studying every move that you made that this past season, and they're going to come up with answers on it. So uh, you've got you've to train yourself in that manner where you, you attack those issues and be in great shape doing it. And then the only other thing, Andy, is uh, I think last last Super Bowl victory, uh, you know, entertainment from Pitbull and uh, 
came back to Q39. I, I wonder if you could just take us through a little bit of your late Sunday night and and what you did when 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 you did get back. Yeah, I went to Pizza 51. <laughs> That's what I did. I got a, a mushroom and uh sausage pizza. How about that? And a salad just to make my you know chubbiness feel feel uh, good. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hello, Andy. Congratulations. I have two questions as well. Um, the first coach is given uh, your background, obviously, with the offensive line. Um, how important is it as a priority, I guess, for you guys to, to obviously get a long term deal with Orlando Brown and um, similarly try to retain Andrew Wiley? Yeah, th those guys uh, obviously had good years for us. And uh, I <laughs> all these contract things I've, I haven't gotten with each on at all. And I kind of stay out of that that world, but I think both guys uh, are very well liked here, and I'm sure that the uh, that Brett will uh, surely make a strong attempt to keep him here. But we'll you know we'll see how that goes. And second, Andy, um, now that you've had a little bit of time to reflect, is there something that you feel like your coaching staff did specifically with these rookies? Um, that you find to be rare that helped them obviously succeed um, in training camp, the regular season and the postseason. Yeah, I think patience uh, was maybe the biggest thing. So, uh, and they're, they're teaching while they're doing here, uh, maintaining the patience with them. <clears throat> uh, I think the rookies on the other hand, did a good job of listening and trying to do what they were asked to do and try to do it in, in live periods uh, uh, during games. So, but I, I would tell you the patience uh, was an important part of it. Let's go next to Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Coach, I'll have a two-parter for you here. First part of it, of it is, is what is it about coaching that keeps drawing you back to chase that next championship? And since you've been through the experience before, what's the toughest part of trying to both defend and win another title? Yeah, well, you know, Nick, you you can you can talk about uh, defending it, um, but it, the thing that drives me is the day-to-day -day process, the teaching um, of being a coach and working with these young guys, um, young men that want to be great at what they do. I mean, they're, they're already the best in the whole world at what they do uh, because they're in the National Football League. Um, but giving them an opportunity to even be the best of us. So that drives me, but it's also the same thing that uh, allows you to potentially go win it again or go to another Super Bowl, you know, whatever, is that um, you, you don't look at that, the whole thing there. You don't, you, you get in and you work in and give your best effort every day and drive yourself that way and if the guy next to you is doing that and the guy next to him is doing that you know so on then you have this strong team but um it's one thing to talk about it it's another thing to get in and do it and so that's that drives me i i, I like to test myself that way and I, I i like to have players around me that do the same thing we'll go next to sam mcdowell go ahead sam Thanks, Brad. Um, Andy, I'll have a, a couple of quick things for you, too. Um, 
just first of all, can you sort of give us a glimpse of what the immediacy looks like for you in terms of the next couple of weeks? When do you actually dig into the offseason stuff? Obviously, you've got a shorter offseason with um, with going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, we start right away on scheme eval. Um, so once the parade's over, the guys are going to have time off, but they everything's we've got iPads and everything's on these iPads. I mean, we, we can watch every game, every snap, uh, end zone, far copy. We got, we've got it all. So um, they'll start going back through and uh, doing uh, player evals of our guys that we have here um, now. And then uh, we'll lead that into scheme evals when we get back. And secondly, um, just Patrick's career to this point, I wonder if you could sort of um, just explain what, what you think of what he's been able to accomplish at 27 years old and, and also what lies ahead for him still. Yeah, so again, I um, he's done, I mean, he's done as much as anybody's done in the game uh, with these first few years. The way he's wired and his hunger to be uh, great is um, there's a longevity part of that, that, that you gotta, the, the more you can do it over and over, um, you know, that, that really determines how great you are. Um, I mean, that's just how, how it goes. And he has a great feel for that. Um, he, he knows that there, there's a time and effort very similar to what I told you about what drives me, what drives, uh, you know, a team, what should drive a team is that, uh, that day-to-day -day process. So go through, I give, we give the coaches a calendar, we give the players a calendar. Go through and dissect it and make sure that your days are all lined up on the days you're going to take off, what you're going to do there, and then the days that uh, you're, you're going to work and exactly what are you going to work on to make yourself greater than you already are. And, and so we, we all... You know, we, we all need to make sure we get that done here in the next next little bit. Last two, we'll go Jesse and then Harold. Go ahead, Jesse. Hey, Andy. Um, you've been known to go way back for inspiration in the Super Bowl before. I just wanted to ask about the third and one sweep play that you ran for Pacheco in the fourth quarter. Just the thought and the inspiration behind that. Yeah, that's the old BEM sweep that was popular at one time in the NFL. Um, I know when I was at San Francisco state, that was, a that was one of the plays that we ran a lot of, um, I give credit to Andy Heck for pulling that one out of, uh, out of his file and, um, um, uh, and, and putting it in the short yardage situation there. So, um, it was just a matter of having a chance to get it called. Um, and then Bert did a great job of slicing and dicing the, the defensive end. And our big fellows got out and pulled and did a nice job with their contact points there. So, and then Pacheco executed perfectly. So it was, when those things work, they're, they're a thing of beauty to watch. And last to Harold Kuntz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Andy, congratulations on the win and congratulations on getting to the offseason, too. Uh, 
Eric Bieniemy, uh, I know you've been asked about this ad nauseum, but with Baltimore coming out today stating that they're going in a different direction with their offensive coordinator, only one head coach position left now, or maybe two, but one seems to be finalized. I know you've mentioned before in the past that you're pushing for him, but if not, I know he's on a one-year deal, so would you expect him to return? And if not, you know, are you still trying to push for him to get uh, the last few jobs remaining? Yeah, I would tell you the first part of that, that I'd push him to, you know, I, there's no reason he shouldn't get one, um, one of these jobs. So he's, a, he's too good of a football coach not to. All right, Coach, that's all we've got. Appreciate the time. All right, that was Andy Reid out at Arrowhead. Obviously, the last question there about Eric Bieniemy and saying he, he's obviously too good of a football coach to not be a head coach in the NFL, but there is really just one job left at this point. That's the Arizona gig, and then he was asked about there in the same question I about Baltimore. I seen his name in the finalist for no. that one, so and, he's not getting that one. And the Baltimore OC gig job, OC gig just got uh, filled today by the offensive coordinator for that was with the Georgia Bulldogs down yeah, at the collegiate Bunch. level. Um, so it's kind of you know it's. It's kind of the same spot. The only difference is now there's more belief than ever that maybe, at least from the outside, he hasn't said this, but maybe more belief from the outside that Eric Bieniemy might be willing to take a, an OC gig somewhere. That is a complete outside thought. They're, Eric Bieniemy has never said that publicly or anything like that, but that's something that people have speculated. Well, they've had about. a conversation. They openly admitted, Andy had openly admitted that they, like, there were all the reports that they were having a conversation about whether or not. It was, you know, like a natural separation occurs because Eric Bieniemy's got to look for something new or look for something different or if it made sense to keep working together. They decided at that time to keep working together. I kind of hope that, you know, like at this point, if it's Washington or stay here, stay here, man. Screw that. Yeah, I don't the rest the of the NFL is not going to entertain you. Don't do that. The OC gig in Washington would not be one that would interest me. Also, Andy was asked again about his future. He reiterated uh, that he has no intention of retiring now and uh, went on and said there was some miscommunication or misunderstanding in that Jake Laser report that got people talking on Sunday about his future. So, Andy, I think that's, that, that should put that to rest at, at this point yeah. uh, for, for this upcoming season, right, about his long-term future and if he's – going to retire. I don't think that should be any concern for Chiefs fans whatsoever. All right, coming up next, we continue broadcasting live from Rally House in Independence. Uh, just while Andy was talking, I think they put out three new items. I mean, it's kind of crazy. They continue to get new Super Bowl gear at all, the rally, house, uh, all the rally House locations, uh, gearing up for the Super Bowl parade tomorrow in Kansas City. And up next, we'll talk to former Chief Keith Cash right here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're back here at Rally House in Independence. It's Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you, continuing to celebrate a Super Bowl win on Sunday. we got a parade tomorrow in downtown Kansas City. Everybody is here at Rally House in Independence, and Rally House locations all across Kansas City stocking up with that Super Bowl championship gear, and more and more products continue to come out to the floor. So if you were at Rally House earlier today, maybe you were there uh, here yesterday, I guarantee you there's some different stuff than what you saw the last go-around. Of course, the locker room shirts, some hoodies, some beanies, hats, my goodness, everything you can imagine. And throughout the entire week, they're going to have more and more stuff. Uh, but though we're excited to, to have Keith Cash, the former chief, joining us here in Independence at Rally House. And uh, what, what's it been like for you, though, to see your, your old team, though, have, have this kind of run? So I can tell you that. Uh, jealous of all those passes. I was just looking up some stats, and I think my best game was 12 catches or 12 targets. And I don't think I, there was years that I don't think I saw 12 targets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's make and that. I, we'll make that the trivia contest. If you can tell us which opponent that was again, you're listening to the radio right now. Come in. You got to be in the car. Tell us which one it is, and we'll have a rally house gift card coming your way. So that come works. on, come on that in. Works. You just tell us. Don't tell us what I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say the game. Say twelve. <laughs> we'll say the game. Yep, yep, um, yep. If you figure that out, you show up to rally house. We got a hundred dollar gift card with your name on it. Yeah, but it's fun, man. This team is fun to watch. I mean, five years in a row in the in the championship game, the conference championship game, and and three runs at a Super Bowl. This is just amazing i just think it like it goes back and i think we all know that quarterback matters in the nfl like the way we view it is andy Reid turned the franchise around he made them relevant he made them matter he made them good and then Mahomes showed up and you're like okay now they're champions yeah now every year they get to be in this conversation because every year they have been in this conversation you've been the start of five years five asc title game trips lost an overtime in the two he didn't go to the super bowl right and now a multiple super bowl ring winner which is only one of you know, 14 guys in NFL history. Yeah, it's crazy to think when he first got here, kind of the, you know, a lot of uh, pundits out there talking about who he was as a quarterback. They remember him at, at uh, Texas Tech. And, you know, Andy just has a way with quarterbacks. He has a way with them. Uh, they built a relationship that is strong, that will last for years to come. It seems like the relationship that, uh, that that he has with his players too, and I, you know, I'd be curious to get your perspective on this and how close you were to your coaches and everything. But we hear Frank Clark uh, talk, you know, after the AFC title game or even after the Super Bowl, and clearly you can tell he's like he's like a father figure yeah. t- to him, and I'm sure that that goes across the board for a lot of those guys. How, how much does that? matter when we're talking about being able to sustain this type of run we we assume it's just about the stuff on the field but how much does it matter that this coaching staff has been able to stay together and therefore these relationships that they have with these guys well i think the one thing you want as a as a player is consistency a consistency from year to year and that's what they've they've given them i mean they've been consistent the message never changes we're going to work hard andy's going to take care of us and at the end of the day you plug that in with the you know, arguably the, I guess the best run of, at quarterback for the last, in their first six years. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious to see where this thing is going to end up. How, <laughs> that, how, how, how many, how many would you yeah. lock in? Yeah. I don't think I, someone's like, would you lock in three? I'm like, just one more? Hell no. no. Yeah. You can't. That's what's crazy. That's how <laughs> you, nuts it really is now. Can't. 
that you, you, you can't lock in three. He's got two before 27. And so if someone says three, you feel like you're shortchanging yourself. Did you imagine you said that before? Before you even started the game, you'd be like, all right, lock in three Super Bowls. You're like, done. What are you kidding me? Right, That'd be right. Sign top me four up. of all time. Sign me up. Yeah. It's uh, God. Time to be j- just to think that he that he's made that much difference on this team. Who could have thunk it when he started, right? Uh, I knew he had arm talent. I saw him light up Texas time and time again <laughs> when they weren't supposed to. And, uh, you know, you talk about a quarterback that, that – uh, really helps the the players around him. This year is is proves just how great he was. Is uh, he's a guy that just raises the bar for everyone around him. I'm sure you've been around coaches and players that kind of settle into what works for them and sticks with that. I feel like that's one of the things I kind of love about Andy is he is constantly changing who he is. How he, oper- you know, like as far as what his offense looks like. Right, Whether right. it be Donovan McNabb or Patrick Holmes or Alex Smith, he has evolved several different ways. I always go back to no air raid quarterback was even working in the NFL. That was the whole thing when they drafted Patrick Holmes was air raid quarterbacks don't work in the NFL. Right, right. But he kept telling us that college was five years ahead of the NFL, and he just chose the right time to dive into that. He is uh, obviously, his mind thinks a little different than all of ours, right? Yeah, I'd say there's so. a, There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of plays that I watch, and as I'm trying to dissect what's going on, and I get fooled too. I mean, and I've watched this game for 30, played it for a long time, mm-hmm. and it is amazing what what comes out of that mind. It We're, really is, and I think it's a combination. Everyone thinks it's just Andy. It sounds like he gets uh, feedback, input from every player that has something to tell him. He listens to it. If it sounds like a good idea, he kind of puts the you know, the line calls and everything to it. If it's a horrible idea, I bet he says that too. <laughs> you know, I mean, the whole ring around he doesn't take them all. Was, they were goofing around, and then Eric Bieniemy reportedly was the guy who spotted the the thing that got both Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony wide open. It doesn't really well, matter, does it? No, it doesn't. He doesn't really care who gets the credit. He's just trying to get dubs, trying it, to stack up them dubs. Andy Reid's presser you guys just heard a couple minutes ago. He, to your point, Keith, he, he brought up the third-and-one sweep that they ran just on Sunday, and he said that was a play that Andy Heck kind of really liked in short-yarded situation. Of course, the Chiefs offensive line coach. So it, it truly is everybody uh, contributing in this. We're talking to former Chief Keith Cash here on 610 Sports Radio, broadcasting from the Rally House location in Independence. When you see Patrick Mahomes run for 26 yards – on a third down after looking like he was in more pain than I've ever seen him visibly visibly in on the sideline in the first half. What's going through your mind, and to your point, what does that do for your teammates when you see that guy laying it all on the line in that moment? I think your teammates, it's one of those things where as, as a team, you, you love the guy. Um, as the – hey, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Looking for free stuff. Hey, come out to Rally House. This place is insane. This is we got dogs walking around with, uh, with T-shirts on. Uh, yeah, but but the um, uh, where was I going? With You're that? good, Keith. Where yeah, was I going go for with it. That? We got our we got our winner for the for the <laughs> gift card over here. All right. So I don't have, play, I don't have playing for, for play, playing for uh, uh, watching him make yeah, that make play. It just – he has the guts, right? And that's a guy that you want to run. That, it makes the, the, the linemen block harder. It makes the receivers work a little harder. 
just to help that guy because he is putting his health on the line. We we do have a winner for the gift card, by the way. The gentleman came up here from outside his car, said it was Cleveland, by the way, so he That's remembers. It. 12 That's targets. It. Was he had 12 targets, eight, eight, eight catches. catches for 111 yards, by the way. And one touchdown, I think. I, uh, like the Mahomes injury, the one that always kills us, this would probably be better for a player perspective. I couldn't imagine watching Mahomes play on the Sanko the last couple of weeks and be like, you know, my hamstring's a little tight. I don't know. We'll be like, get, get your right, ass out there. Right, right, What are you exactly. talking about? Hamstring? I'm out here dragging it. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm dragging this ankle around. You don't get to complain about your back's a little sore. That's right. Not today. That's right. That's right. And that, it, it really does. You see a guy that, that puts it on the line for his team, man, you step up and say, you shake it off. Yeah. Twist your ankle a little bit. Eh, not a big deal. This dude has a high ankle sprain. Not sp- I've seen people miss a lot of time with that with that injury. And to think that one week later he's back out there playing at a MVP level, and then two weeks later he wins a Super Bowl, it's insane the amount of uh the amount of heart that that kid has. Keith, there were, were plays like that that were incredible, but also I think it stood out the coaching discrepancy in that football game on Sunday, what it means to have the experience on staff. That second half, it was a coaching clinic from this from this Chiefs and staff offensively and defensively. They outcoached Nick Sirianni and that entire staff in the second half. They really did. They really did. We don't talk enough about this defense and what they did in the second half. They held them to 11 points after getting killed the first half. And what I was mean, just blown coverage? They were much better than just that oh, day absolutely. 11, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the guys – this is what you expect from Andy coming into a second half. He's going to see what you're doing. He's going to make some adjustments, and he's going to kill you in the second half. You think that we were joke? You think the Rihanna halftime, the length of the, the halftime, actually helped the Chiefs there? It, it helped. I'm sure it helped uh, <laughs> uh, Mahomes' ankle. Yeah. You know, give him a little bit more time to, to shake it off. But reportedly, uh, he was telling him he wouldn't get treatment. He's like, I got to talk to some people about some stuff. Don't worry about the ankle. I'll but he's not running on game. it. He's not yeah, running yeah. on it. So that 29 minutes was, yeah, I'd say that helped. I just feel like because Philly at some point had run double the amount of plays. Like if I were a defensive player, I'd just be like, it's nice to catch my breath for a minute. Yeah, just just yeah, give me yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. Let me rest up. Get back ready for that second half and then be good to go. Absolutely. And I can't, I can't say enough about this defense and what they did in that second half. They, they kind of dominated them. I know they got some yards. I know they got the, the touchdown, the eight, eight points, 11 points after what happened in the first half. I don't think that we play that up enough. I know that the end score was 38 to 35, but, geez, 11 points after, after, the, after the first half is, is huge. Before we let you go, Keith, did want to ask you, because we, we, a lot of the conversation from Andy today at his press conference was about coaching for Eric Bieniemy and his future. Uh, their rope, the, the Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator job filled up today. Although some people thought perhaps that he would take the OC job there as one possible scenario. How do you see this playing out? And I, I think we've talked for years uh, that he should already be a head coach by now. We all agree with that. But is there a path that is better for him to go and be an OC to try to, quote, unquote, I hate to say prove it because he's proved it already, right. but that he can do it away from Andy Reid if that's really the issue here? You know what? Other coaches have gotten a chance with Andy Reid. I like to think that you don't have to go prove yourself somewhere else to get a job. But that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. It stinks. I mean, do you really take a, a lesser job, a Washington job, Oof. for instance? Oof. Like, what, what, what good comes out of that? You don't have a quarterback. Nope. You don't nope. have uh, have some decent receivers. Offensive line is okay. It's just different. And I'm not taking that job, leaving this one, 
This one, Patrick Holmes and Andy Reid. Okay, I know it. I don't give a damn if I have to sit at at, at OC for the next ten years. That's what. Okay, if I don't get a head coaching job, they probably keep giving you a raise. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. I'm telling you. I always wondered, like, to me, it's like the, the lack of stress. Like, I get it. Offensive coordinator is a stressful job. It's not head coach stressful. Right. <laughs> right. You make Absolutely. a lot of money, win a lot of championships, stack Absolutely. some rings. Absolutely. I just think it's crazy to me because, like, when I look at, like, the Patriots run, because whether you think they're a dynasty now or if they win one more a dynasty, they are certainly at that level of play that dynasty's playing. They're not getting picked off all that much. No. Like, Mike Borgonzi still here, right? The assistant general manager still here. They only had Ryan Poles stolen. Other than that, They've added back more coaches. Like, they brought in Matt Nagy back. They've, they've brought more back than they've lost. <laughs> yeah. Sense. Yeah. I mean, he, he has an open-door policy, evidently. Yeah. Prodigal son's return, right? <laughs> Never works out in Jacksonville. Doug Peterson will be back here, That's too. Right. Let's bring them all back. Right. All crew. I tell you, you're heading to the parade, though, tomorrow, right? That's you were you were at the parade in 2020, I'm sure, I, yeah. I, would, I would assume. It'll be a little bit nicer weather for everybody tomorrow. That is the plan. I'm going to be out. Hopefully, I'm going to be out there with my kids. Uh, let them experience the the craziness that is oh, yeah. <laughs> Kansas City championships. I'm getting used to uh, these parades. I'm telling you, they they don't get old. They don't get old. It's pretty pretty awesome to to think we've had the in my lifetime, in my kids' lifetimes, we've had the Royals win one, we've had the Chiefs win two, and looks like they're setting themselves up for a long time to come. It's incredible. Hey, Keith Cash, joining us here from Rally House. Great to see you. Enjoy tomorrow. and appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me. As I see, Dane and Hughes has walked up as well. I love the Dane and Hughes shirt that he's wearing. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. He gets that's, it. that's the shirt Dane and Hughes is rocking today <laughs> up here at up here at Rally House. Seems uh, especially relevant today, doesn't it? Oh, like, yeah. Anytime oh, you get like a couple days from the Super Bowl, you're like, ah, oh, this feels good. There's so many good shirts and slogans that came out from this Super Bowl run. You know what and I mean? they've even done back. the parade stuff. Remember, the you oh. got to fight for your right to Lombardi was... Oh yeah, that's parade stuff. Yeah, wait till Kelsey gets a microphone tomorrow on the podium. Wait, yeah, wait till that, that happens. That Chris Jones gets a microphone. Do you watch that video of him and his uh, brother on the field after? Oh, that was pretty man. emotional. Those two guys are really. It close, was so, so like if you've got if you got a little brother and a big brother, if you've got like an older brother or you are the older brother, that's exactly how those things go. It's always just like Kelsey was like he felt bad, but he was like happy, and he's like trying to hug him, and he's like, oh, and, and the big brother's like, it's okay, celebrate. <laughs> Taking the moment. It was just like it felt like the opposite. It just felt like the exact dynamic of, like, older brother, younger brother. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the random question of the day with Nick. Back random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the J Southland Toe service text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. I want to ask you over the last two, because, you know, I obviously I'm not sure if we'll get to a random question tomorrow, depending because that would be live during the parade stuff. What is your most memorable moment over the last two parades you've experienced here in Kansas City? Gold, that's my random question today. 913-586-7610. Obviously, if you've been to the yeah. Chiefs one or the Royals one, I think you and I were both at both. Nick, did you have you been to a parade yet? No, I have not. Oh, man. Okay, well, that question is a little tougher for you. Wait, did you go to like a like you went a to, you went you probably a KU one? one maybe? Um, no, uh, I don't Street? think I. I don't oh, think you didn't I go went. to that. No, I didn't go to the parades. Okay, well, this question is not for you then. It's for the text <laughs> line. Right, I'll it's take for this me one off. Nine one three five eight six seven. What do you wish you had done at a parade, Nick? We'll just we'll make that your your question instead. What's your most memorable moment between the two? 
Yeah, I mean, so we go back to 2019-2020, and I think I've mentioned it a few times on, on the show, but the night before, going to the hotel in, in downtown Kansas City, I think we're at maybe at that point the Marriott or something. This was in 2020. And seeing the lobby just packed full of Chiefs fans and people brought their families there, and everybody yeah. was with other maybe other families as well, and everybody's sharing hotel rooms uh, the night before so that they can get that prime spot early, early in the morning. Like a lot of how it's going to play out tonight, as a matter of fact, for tomorrow morning with the parade and making sure people get on the parade route um, and just seeing that for the first time. Yes, we had the Royals play, but, but I didn't remember people. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I didn't remember people getting the hotels the night before as much for the Royals yeah. parade, even though the, the crowd was much bigger for the Royals parade. But that was really neat. Uh, and just seeing what it does for an entire city. And people are out of school. As you said, Cody, your kids' uh, school, and I'm sure so many people's schools are already canceled. Uh, to tomorrow, and therefore office is probably going to be closed. People were, My kids are coming down with me. Going to do a parade for the first time. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. like moments that Keith mentioned. He's going to have his kids out there. I think that just that, knowing what it does for an entire city is really, really cool. There's two that stand out to me um, between the two. I think the, the first one, obviously, was you and I sitting out there and having, like, our iconic parade moment, right, which was – we were watching Travis Kelsey get a beer poured from the bus from Patrick Mahomes. You're like, all right. Right in front of us, This man. is a cool moment right in front of us. <laughs> we're overlooking it. We're like, this is an awesome moment. I didn't get to experience that in the Royals one because the most memorable thing I remember from the Royals one, believe it or not, was I got down there really early for work. So both times, Gold, I got to slowly see the place fill up where you're like, there's a few hundred people here. There's a few thousand people here, too. Oh, my God, they're all, the entire damn city is here. But the one about the Royals parade for me was, I remember, so, like, I was trying to work it. You're trying to, like, no Internet would work. You couldn't get a single thing to work. So, essentially, I was off work. I was sitting down at a restaurant down there. I had started drinking whiskey because the owner of the establishment they were working with, we were trying to, try to broadcast from, their hard-length Ethernet wouldn't work. It shot. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. She's like, you want some whiskey? I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So I, I watched a big chunk of it just from the second story of Union Station, like where employ, only employees or whatever allowed because they let me up there drinking whiskey. But I remember at one point I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to do some work one more time, Gold. And I tried to push open the double doors at Union Station to walk out. You could not move the door a single inch. There was no going in or out. You couldn't leave. Unions, you were trapped. If you wanted to leave Union Station, you oh, could. now you're talking about the Royals. It was, yeah. Now. I'm saying yeah, those yeah. are the two that stand out from the from the Chiefs one for me. It was probably the Travis. Kelsey oh, I thought moment. you said the the, one, it was this. Okay, you're saying the already that. Not, okay, I got you. Yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah. I was no, in different 20, spots. I was in yeah. Spots 20, 2015 was just so you because that was the first championship that people you and I age had ever yeah. experienced in the city. So that one had a different vibe, and the weather was great. I'm hoping tomorrow with the nicer quote unquote nicer weather that nicer than it was for the first that, Chiefs one that that'll bring out some more people uh, tomorrow. As well. And, again, come on out to Rally House and, and stock up on some cheese. I just saw, as Cody was talking, Cody probably saw I was staring, uh, two, uh, a new hat style with the Super Bowl championship logo on is coming out it. right there. Uh, and then also a like a white a white hoodie I just saw being brought. All new stuff. I saw the white hoodie. I kind of like that hat, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the cream-colored hat. That yeah, man. Going with. There's all kinds, of, all kinds of items at all the Rally House locations that are coming out with the, the trucks keep on arriving for – you are Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Over on the text line, real quick, though, Cody, a couple people responded to your random question today. Someone says uh, they went to the hospital after the Chiefs parade because <laughs> they had dangerously high spike in their blood pressure. They ended up on medical leave from work till April. Well, that sounded kind of serious. Obviously, you're fine now, so that's that, great news. That, that does um, sound memorable. But that's definitely something someone people else People abandoning their cars uh, in 2015 always. Someone else says the, the bare-ass dude falling out of the tree was a great moment for this city. I do remember that. <laughs> 
Do, I do remember that. I want those kind well, of moments. I, one, one of you get drunk enough to fall bare ass out of the tree, please. One thing I, I hope doesn't happen again, but it's definitely memorable. Oh, the car chase. We were getting ready to broadcast. I'm in the, right in the middle of the parade route. I forgot. There was like a yeah. police chase. Now, we can joke about it now because fortunately nobody got hurt, but that could have been a really, 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 really bad situation, right? Where that car was going through the parade route. Very fortunate that he didn't wreck his car into a crowd or something because that was awful. Um, but that was memorable. We're in the we're waiting for the parade to start, Cody. All of a sudden, we see this car just go full speed right in the middle of the parade route, and we're wondering what the heck's going on. And it turned out it was that it was like a little police chase that somehow this driver got through the barricade or whatever. So that was that was yeah that was a moment I think a lot of people remember if you were at the parade or watching it on TV. I would think so. That was weird because that was like right before it got busy, busy. But like, was there a police chase? Dude, I kind of forget how wild these parades. Get. You never. Here's the thing: you don't know what like tomorrow. Who knows what you're gonna see? This is why There's you gotta be go. Something I haven't seen. There, yet. there will I'm be. Pretty something, confident about that. Something you haven't seen. Something you you, you, you haven't, haven't heard. Done. And if for some reason you you can't make it down uh, to downtown Kansas City for the parade tomorrow, I'll be listening to six ten Sports Radio Fesco in the morning. They will start broadcasting live at five fifty eight in the morning. They will be at the Westin on the parade route. Then they'll hand things off to us at ten. We will be broadcasting from the Westin Sky Deck there uh, on the parade route. Uh, all day long, and of course you'll hear all the sound from Union Station from the pod- the podium. Right here, um, and Union Station can be awfully busy because you got you got this tomorrow, and then here in a couple months, as we talked draft. to Kathy Nelson earlier or last week, uh, they're going to have that huge huge setup for the draft here in a few months too. By the hey, way, see- someone from the text lines asking us from the nine one three, please call my work and tell them uh, to close so I can go to the parade guilt free. <laughs> I'll be happily do that. What's <laughs> it? Actually, just give us the name of your business, and I will tell everyone who's listening to this show. To call your main office line and tell them that you need to close tomorrow. No one's planning on doing any work or going to the Here's work the thing. anyway. That's the thing. Productivity is already going to be low tomorrow. So unless it's an, an, an absolute necessity, just go ahead and let some coworkers go to this parade tomorrow. Someone's saying they're hoping Patrick shows up in, like, Manning's boot. <laughs> like, a big, like, after all that, he just shows up in a boot for the parade. Dude, he's going to be feeling so good. They no should. They should all. Wait. He's going to be they should all be pretty lubricated with alcohol by right, the time they your, get to the podium. I, the, you know what? Actually, we'll say this for tomorrow. I was going to okay, ask you who yeah, you think is yeah, the best. Yeah. We'll do that tomorrow. That's that is tomorrow. the uh, that is the random question of the day as we continue broadcasting here from Rally House in Independence. Up next, Nate Taylor from the Athletic is going to join us. We'll get Nate's thoughts. He's back in Kansas City as well. Want to get his reaction to some of the things Andy had to say and how many rings is he willing to lock in for the Chiefs and Mahomes going forward? That's next on Cody and Gold. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.